Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to the Awe by the Popcorn podcast. I'm Alessandra. And I'm Emily. And today we are talking about Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, the sequel to into the spider-verse yes the amazing um oh goodness just get started and there's a loud car going by um (laughs) yes the um amazing uh cooperative effort of sony and marvel animation or something that like made made the made these movies or just sony well i think it's it's like also marvel well, Marvel it owns Spider-Man, so, yeah. um, but Sony also owns Spider-Man, and so that's why they made the second one. The first movie was very successful for an animated film, and I don't remember if it won the Oscar. I think it, it might have, but it was so um, successful that they, they made a second one, and it is honestly better than the first. It's crazy. <laughs> it's like... with. With great reason. I mean, the first movie was just so good in terms of animation style and just story and soundtrack and voice acting is all just superbly done. Like, I have nothing bad to say about the first movie. And equally now have nothing bad to say about the second movie. It was (laughs) fucking amazing. (laughs) Yeah. I saw it literally last night. Yeah. And... I am just still hyped because of it. And I have a crazy story about trying to see this fucking movie and what happened. (laughs) Okay. Let it rip. (sighs) Okay. So, like two weeks ago, my roommates and I tried to go see the movie. It's a Tuesday night. It's like the discount night at at AMC. So we go. I buy buy our tickets. We we go and get our seats and sit down. It's, It's like the second week. That, that this movie's, or like maybe the, the start of the next week that this movie comes out. I don't know, like maybe a week has passed. Whatever, it's still fairly new. So, of course, the theater is is crazy filled. So the only spots left are like in the very back of the theater. And so I get us the three seats in the back. And so we're sitting down, we're, we're ready to get started. Uh, the movie starts and like a group of like five or six kids comes in and like two guardians. They like, you know, they come in a little late, they shuffle past us. They, they sit down immediately as they sit down. The kids are talking at like full volume and like the guardians are not doing anything to quiet them or to like just get a wrangle on these kids. We're like shushing them. It's not working. This one little girl kept getting up and like pacing the walkway in front of us, like blocking the screen. Like she was just walking back and forth, like pacing, like, and it was so distracting. And like, and one of the guardians is just on the phone the whole time. Like, just not mm. even getting a wrangle on these kids. And just, they don't fucking care. And we ended up leaving. We got, like, 50 minutes into the film. And we left. We're just like, I, no. And I think where we were sitting, 
was also not great because we were, I think we were right next to one of the speakers. And so it just, it sounded way too loud and like warped. We couldn't understand anything yeah. the characters were saying. It was terrible. Yeah. It was so terrible. So we leave. I get a refund um, for the tickets and we're just like, great, let's go another day. And so like two weeks later, we're finally like, okay, let's go. We go to a different theater. Um, I had never been to this theater before. It's called the Krikorian. And mm-hmm. um, and it is a chain. I'd never heard of it before. And uh, and there's one relatively close to me. So mm. we we go to this theater. And I just thought this was like some rinky-dink, tiny-ass theater that no one was going to go to. And I was no. like, cool. No, it's actually, it's a very beautiful theater. And there cool. were... Um, and again, our theater was very full. I, I didn't think that we would need to buy our tickets beforehand. I was like, let's just get them when we get there. Um, not a good idea. Should have bought them beforehand. <laughs> because, <laughs> because we did have to sit at the very front. Um, mm, wow. At the very front, like kind of off to the right. But it wasn't that bad. It wasn't great. It wasn't great. <laughs> this movie is two was... hours and 20 minutes. And you sat there looking up at the, the whole time? Well, the seats reclined, so we were able to recline our seats all the way back, and that and that uh, really helped. Like I, I was like laying yeah. pretty flat. Your neck doesn't have to hurt. <laughs> like yeah, my neck does not hurt. They these these well, seats reclined nice. back like so so far, and the speakers were great. Like we heard everything, and so generally a very great movie experience. Even though we had to sit at the very front, it was still amazing. This movie was amazing. I'm gonna be thinking about it for like the next mm-hmm. couple weeks. So good. So good. Yeah. I, so you know, good. I love that they started the movie with Gwen instead and having, like, it be a lot about her as well in this movie because we didn't get as much of her in the first movie. You don't really know as much, um, like, of her backstory. And so we yeah. got to, like, actually go to, like, Gwen's universe and, you know, really experience, like, her universe as even like graphically different than Miles's universe. Um, her universe has like a lot of colors and like kind of gradients in it that flow throughout everything and like set the the mood really in- yes. interestingly. My roommate told me that that uh, Gwen's world is like the colors you're seeing is like everyone's emotions. Like you could see yes, you could right. see people's emotions. Um, And yes, to answer your question from earlier, um, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, the first one, did did win Best Animated Feature Film uh, for the 2019 Oscars. Excellent. Well. Excellent. Yeah. Um, But yeah, but this was, yeah, I really liked the the getting more into uh, Gwen, because even though this, this story is still very centered around Miles Morales, it is about, like his friends that he is now really close to and really cares for because I never, it never truly dawned on me, like just how kind of by himself Spider-Man is. Like, I I know we have the new Tom Holland Spider-Man and he has the Avengers. And so like, he's not like alone, Mm -hmm. but like, well, technically in, in the newest movie, he's now kind of alone because he had to make everyone forget him. (laughs) Exactly. He's totally alone now. So, it's a so canon cool. event, Emily. That's what every Spider-Man has to be alone at it's some point. It's a canon event. Yes, exactly. Good good <laughs> jargon there, Alessandra. Um, 
But uh, but I really loved that, and and I think it really tied in great to the first movie because like, and it really kind of helped expand upon and kind of think more reflectively about the first movie because like you know we hear spider pig kind of say like you can't save everyone and that kind of ties into this second movie where it's like certain things have to happen certain key points in your life have to happen in, in order to keep the timelines stable and not have them fall apart and that's like uncle ben dying or or uh, someone's father becoming captain of the police force and then dying. Yeah, and, and then dying. You know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah. dying. Someone has yeah. to die, apparently. <laughs> a lot of people so, have to die. A lot of yeah. people have to die. Um, but so I thought that really tied in well to the first movie, which kind of seems like a more singular storyline, but like just really, really opens it up. Like really just like fucking cracks that thing open. And like just <laughs> so many possibilities come out. <laughs> It's so creative in the best way. And and the first one was also very creative. And then just expanding on that creativity of the multiverse that just like we, I mean, just kind of like a war amongst all of the, the different Spider-Mans is definitely really appealing and also just incredibly able to do with something like animation. Like this movie is uniquely perfect to handle a very large concept like that. And with, like, incredible grace and also, like, energy, action, beauty, like, everything about it is just, like, very exciting that these these creators spent so much time and effort to give us a two-and-a-half-hour movie. You know, it's it's not easy, but it's, like, you, you really, like, enjoy every moment of it and just kind of relishing in the beauty of it, even when you're like, what's going on? Like, there's so much going on in this movie, you know? <laughs> Yeah, even like rewatching the first 50 minutes, it didn't it didn't even feel like a slog. Like you're just you're locked in from that first opening sequence and it's yeah. just the two and a half hours go by just like that. Like just it's crazy. Um and uh another kind of fun fact, the the animation style for Hobie, um, one of the Spider Men that oh. we Punk, yes. punk spider spider punk my new um, favorite spider-man 100 percent. i have so many new favorite spider-man from this just from this movie alone and i was spider never like punk. like the biggest spider-man fan like i i've only just started liking spider-man because of like tom holland and because of these movies like uh, before mm-hmm. then i was like cool Sp- sure spider-man well, sure <laughs> like I never really thought twice about this, about this superhero until like, until now. Um, But Hobie's animation style, like it took, that's why it took so long for the second movie to be released was because they really were trying to, um, they had to like make a whole new program in order to animate (laughs) Hobie and, and his stuff because it was just, he was like this crazy, like color distorting, like color changing, like collage of things. Like he just was... Yeah. He was he was so fucking cool. He was so, He's so cool. cool. And then like voiced by Daniel Kaluuya and it's just like what? Just, oh, I can't even He's pick, just can't even pick a better voice for that. Like I just oh my god. Cuz he's got such a deep voice. So you've got that like edgy deep punk and then like British northern London accent that's just like super super punk like you know Vivian Westwood and like sex pistols and like all that just 
wrapped up in the the punk scene in in London, and then he's just like on screen with like you said like the the colors and the shapes and the like using letters um like they're from various different magazines you know to write things out and so it's like even more unique than the first movie I feel than they just did a lot of like comic book esque things in the first movie with like the bams and like the you know half tone texture um with this one because we had even more different kinds of spider-mans there was just it's just like overwhelming the amount of different kinds of art styles that they had yeah and they really and they really put in the effort to make to make them all seem very different um and it just really goes to show how much love goes goes into making these films and i'm just I'm so happy they exist. Like, I just... My brain. My brain needs these movies. <laughs> my brain. <laughs> just, like, happiness. My soul. Like, endorphins. Just, I just, yes. I just... I'm addicted to serotonin right now. And I just need it constantly. <laughs> like, oh boy. <laughs> that's yeah. just what's happening to me right now. Not um, to say that and- this movie doesn't have, like, the uh, emotional, like, ups and downs and, like, tolls that... Like, it, it creatively does that as well. So you've got, like, a lot of that happiness and serotonin. But then it's, like, also got those, like, really dramatic family drama. Like, love in there. Like, young love. Like, also Miles being lonely. Miles feeling like he's he's growing up. You know, it, it's, like, so many things are at play that it's, like, overwhelming, too. Because you can relate to him in a lot of ways. You can relate to Gwen in a lot of ways. Um, and his parents, I mean, they were even more featured in this movie too. Excellent performances. Completely. Yes. Definitely by, um, uh, Jeff was played by Brian, Brian Tyree Henry and, um, Luna Lauren Velez, uh, was Rio. So good. I, like, I love his parents. They're just, they're so, they're so disconnected, but like, there's, they're so loving, loving and supportive. <laughs> they're just, they're just trying their best. Like Miles is going through such a hard time and they're just they're doing their best um and it's uh it's really sweet yeah i love their little family dynamic it's it's a man i also really loved uncle aaron from the first movie um he was he was mm-hmm. a really great addition to their little to their little family until he until he had to die but um but but yeah yeah so miles we learn is actually a transplant like the spider that bit him and his universe is actually from a different universe um which means that his spider-man i guess has is off like something is not right about him like he's the um anomaly in the entire universe and the spider-verse um so whatever that means for coming up like that's what we discover miles to be and that he doesn't actually have to have the canon event it seems because yeah because his situation kind of seems different from other yeah other spider-men um yeah because literally like yeah this movie this movie was going it was going it was going and i was like we're getting really close to the end like we only have like 20 minutes left how are they gonna how are they gonna close all this out it was so much on that fucking cliffhanger Oh my gosh. So at the <laughs> end of the movie, so Miles uses this machine to like send himself back because, you know, he thinks Spot is gonna, I mean, Spot is gonna go 
the spot or whatever yeah. uh voiced by uh jason, jason schwartzman. schwartzman um yeah. so good such a great <laughs> such a great like so underdog wild. villain turned He's into like really chaotic, badass villain chaotic evil you know just like yes very chaotic um <laughs> And so he is, you know, he's, the spot is, uh, Miles' nemesis and, uh, and he wants to go back and make him pay. And so Miles trying to get back to his, his timeline, his, uh, universe so he can save his dad. But because he was bitten by a spider from a different universe, the machine sent him to Earth 42 and not Earth like 1610 or something, wherever he's from. Um, and, uh. And he gets captured by <laughs> Uncle Aaron, who is still alive in this timeline. Um, his father is dead in this timeline. And um, Miles G. Morales is <laughs> yeah. actually the Prowler. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, my God. This. Oh, my God. That ending. That ending was... I, like, it was such a crazy ending. I don't even care that it was, like, a cliffhanger. Because I just... Again, my... I. <laughs> I am like mentally so happy that there gets to be another another movie. <laughs> like, I think that so uh, the movie ended and I looked to Danny and I was like there's going to be another one like cuz it just says that there's going to be like this was part 1 and but you don't know it till the end of the movie and he was like yeah they actually announced that there was going to be another one but they didn't advertise it at all as part 1. Um they did not do it was kind of similar with Dune. Until you got to Dune, and then it said, like, Dune Part 1, and you're like, okay, so it's not actually the entire thing, because, like, you know, how could they? So, but, like, you had no idea. Like, it, I did not know that this was going to be a Part 1 of 2 situation, and I was like, oh, my God, like, this story Didn't know this was going to be so a intense. part of a fucking Infinity War Endgame situation. <laughs> god oh my gosh i'm so happy like and oh my and then we get and we and then we have gwen also at the end of the movie we have gwen getting together um a bunch of spider-men to to go and save miles mm-hmm. um including we've got peter g or peter b parker obviously jake johnson yes. jake johnson daughter reprises his role as peter b parker yes with with the daughter in tow in a in baby <laughs> carrier um so and pink and pink fluffy robe um and um who else is in the group we have um i, I think all the originals uh spider noir and uh penny parker mm-hmm. um no spider pig and... though because i guess you know john yeah i didn't uh, see i didn't busy. see spider pig didn't see spider <laughs> but like you have to see this movie again because things are happening so quickly that like you definitely miss something and i, I was missing so much from my first v- quote unquote viewing because I was getting constantly distracted. Um, yeah. You need <laughs> to pay like, attention, you know. I was seeing so much during this this other, um, the second viewing. And, um, <laughs> and my favorite, I think, I, I do love Hobie. Like, Hobie is so great. But I do really love um, Pavtir, Prabhakar, which is... Okay, Indian, yes, Indian the Spider-Man. Indian Spider-Man. Yes. Indian Spider-Man. And like the... I love him so much. 
It was like Mumbai, Mumbai Hatton or something. Mumbatton. Mumbatton. Oh, <laughs> that was so fun. I love how that every place has to be New York. Like every, right, yeah. it's like, it's not Spider-Man if it's not, this was not some sort of version of New York. And that's just, that's just so funny. <laughs> it's, yeah. <laughs> it's oh so weird. Gosh. But like that, like specific creativity of the whole Mumbatton thing was like I mean layers and layers of buildings and just it felt so like a like a rainforest of of buildings you know like it was just so interesting and crazy and weird and like I, I loved it um and his like canon event was happening when they got in there and they ended up like saving the captain and his girlfriend at the same time and that like gets started off something wrong yeah uh, with the canon yeah. timeline so. yeah the like black hole started forming or something and they were trying to uh, trying to get it get it all cleared up but yes, <laughs> yes. it's it's a me- there's so much going on it's like i i don't even like it like they just think of this stuff and then they're just like they th- and, but they throw in so much dialogue. Like, it just feels like people are constantly talking or fighting or moving in this movie. And it's it's hilarious and crazy and all those things, you know. Um, definitely worth a, a second rewatch for sure. Um, yeah, or for me, a, a partial third, third rewatch. Um. <laughs> yeah. But, uh. Yeah, I, ba- I basically got the first 50 minutes of the film for free. <laughs> I'm going to read some trivia because I think it'll help. Um, we didn't even talk know. about, we didn't even talk about Miguel. Right. I know. I, okay. Well, fine. Oh, go oh. ahead. I mean, well, does the, does the trivia have to do with Miguel? Oh, sure. I mean, it, you know, there's probably some, oh, okay. but, um, okay. Yeah. Miguel, you're all also other favorite character because he's voiced by Oscar Isaac. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. I mean, Oscar Isaac. (laughs) I'm gonna... Who can argue with that? (laughs) I'm gonna... I'm gonna gonna go ahead and say this right now, that I'm trying to think of, like, the last animated character that I've been attracted to. Like Zuko? Even even after Zuko. Um, Yeah. Would it have been, like... Flynn Rider? I don't know. Who knows? But, like, the feelings, the feelings that this man <laughs> was making me I don't know. I feel like you watch a lot of anime, so I feel like there's probably... Oh, that's very true. You know what? I have I have so many anime boyfriends. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I'm like, you're constantly it like... <laughs> when, when, when was I last attracted to an, an to an animated character? Last week. <laughs> last Whatever. week. Like, literally last Ye- week. Yesterday. Okay. Um, so, okay. Yeah, throw that, throw that out the window. Um, Miguel did, did things to me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I didn't really feel this because, like, to me, it was so evil feeling that it just, like, didn't really, like, vibe with me. (laughs) I love, I love a villain. I love (laughs) villains. I can't, I can't. Oh, my God. I know, I know you do. Oh, his little, his sad little story of like, of like him trying to, 
Like he lost his family he, or what was it? He was trying to find a version of himself like that where he wasn't like alone or, or sad or like did his family die in his universe? Yeah. And so like he tried to kind of take over another, another one. one. I don't know. Yeah. And um, then he like destroyed that universe too. Yeah. Because of that, like he just, he destroyed it. Um, and then because and so of that, he, he can't just... let any other Spider-Mans have anything else ever again. <laughs> Uh, no, if he can't be happy, no one else can be happy. That's, that's the vibe. <laughs> like it's like, dude, come on. That's basically what he it is. Oh my god, he's he's mopey. He's grumpy. He's angry. Is everything I love. <laughs> everything with, I with love his number man. two being the the pregnant um, Spider Man played by Issa Rae. She's fucking oh great. My gosh, I loved Jessica. Jessica yeah. Drew. She She's was so, cool. so fucking cool. She was so cool. <laughs> So oh my cool. gosh and then like and then something i missed um from from my first watch because i was distracted um when he was like when miguel was like fighting vulture like he like he he like fangs come out and he and he's a fucking vampire he's a, va- yeah, he's a he's vampire a va- spider that's what he is yeah he's how a can vampire i not Spider-Man. how can i not yeah. fall in love with this man it's it's that's it was true. it was over from the start it was over from the start um but like he i want to see him bite bite something i want to see him bite someone <laughs> oh, you, you have a kink man you have a kink i do i'm not shaming you it's just true okay like i need to see i need to see his face. <laughs> i need to I see him bite something so uh so third movie if we can uh if we can uh write that in write a little side note little post-it note like but miguel bites something i really need oh, that i have a feeling we have not seen the depths of his uh depravity up until this point oh my god his, i like, can't wait actual oh um like desperateness like i feel like it's just gonna get even worse in the next one like oh, um and when, when he would get mad oh he was so mad <laughs> there's something wrong with me i'm no Um, there's not there's um it's fine and and he was like purposefully lowering his voice god oscar isaac already had a beautiful voice but like his voice just took it up to a hundred in this movie oh my god (laughs) i love this man i'm gonna any um any i'm i'm asking for requests for two things one Miguel O'Hara fan fiction. Please send that my way. Two, oh, yeah. um, any TikTok cosplayer thirst traps. Also send those my way. <laughs> I, need, <laughs> I need both of those things stat. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's all I have to say about Miguel. Great villain. I thought he was amazing. I can't wait to hopefully learn more about him. I thought this was a great setup for his uh, storyline and his um, chaotic insanity. Um, I cannot wait i cannot wait i think this third movie is set for next year so like really soon thank goodness yeah they probably are you know they probably just actively kept working on it one of the trivia here is that the production was completed may 20th 2023 13 days before the u.s release date so amazing Amazing. (laughs) yeah really they really cut it close there um, and also there's a lot of Easter eggs in this. One of them that we did notice when we were watching it was, um, when he's in his dorm room and he runs by Genki, he's, Genki is playing Spider-Man 2 on the PlayStation 5. 
Um, oh, I didn't Danny see that. has played that, and it's like <laughs> had the actual um, game footage, and they also had uh, Donald Glover in the flesh, uh, locked away in this one as the Prowler. So that was fun. Yes, as a, as a live action Prowler, nonetheless. Um, oh, we had the uh, Venom convenience store lady. Um, that was that happened. In the movie, mm-hmm. like when when yeah. Spot popped popped through, um, would have been really cool to see to see some version of Venom, um, the Lego yeah, the, the Lego uh, spy uh spider Spider Verse was super cute. Apparently, they yeah, actually that's in the trivia commissioned here. commissioned a fourteen year old to like they they had done a um like a Lego recreation of of the trailer or something of the first movie's yes. trailer, and so Preston the Matanga. makers of the film, yeah. yeah. They uh they hired him to to do that little Lego sequence, which was just chef, chef's kiss. Beautiful, beautiful. That's so cute that like they hired a fourteen year old to do that. Like it's it's what so an amazing sweet. opportunity for that fourteen year old. <laughs> like, it's just like to the say cutest that you worked on Spider Verse Two is just fucking incredible. incredible a lot of people have seen this movie and they know that they hired this kid who probably made a good chunk of money for that for sure for sure <laughs> so, he's gonna go to college yeah with that money he's gonna probably. go to a good college <laughs> he's gonna well, make some investments enough for like you know one year of yeah. college but it's still gonna go towards something it's um, gonna go towards something and as i his thought fu- his fu- their future this trivia answers my question, actually, because I was wondering this, when this movie was going, I was like, this movie is so long. This has to be one of the longest, if not the longest animated films. And it is. It's it's the longest, the longest? American animated film. <gasps> um, wow. So I guess there's probably ones that are longer that aren't American. But um, yeah, I mean, that is, it's two hours and 20 minutes. So... Oh my gosh, that's amazing. It's amazing. And this, so Phil Lord and Christopher Miller revealed that they told Sony the sequel would be the same size as Into the Spider-Verse, but ended up having the largest crew of any animated movie ever, with around a thousand people working on it. They added that it has 240 characters and takes place in six universes. Yeah. Yeah. There were... That's a a lot. lot. There were a lot of characters to animate in this movie. Yeah. It was amazing. It was amazing. The spider, like, universe um, land that they went to, like, with everyone there, was just so much fun. Um, one of the Spider-Man, uh, like, there's if you go on the, the photos here, there's just a ton of the different kinds of Spider-Man that they have. Yes, when I got home, I was looking at all of them. Fucking tearing kill them. Was yeah. whip was was a web slinger, which was was the cowboy <laughs> Spider Man who, who I'm obsessed with. I'm absolutely obsessed with. <laughs> He's amazing. Um, uh, also, J.K. Simmons uh, re- reprising his role as yep. Jonah Jameson. Um, of course, in J. every Spider Man universe, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's always the same. And I love the my I love Spider Cat's poster. Obviously, so cute. He looks like dude, my parents' cat. Yeah. Oh, another Easter egg was apparently on. Um, I think in the in uh the dorm room, 
Um, there were some clippings of like Chloe Bennett's character from from Agents of Shield or something. What? Um, yeah, <laughs> so we also crazy. had. Yeah, I mean, we also had um had a, a snippet of Tobey Maguire, and um, someone said they saw. I, I I think I missed it. I was looking for like Andrew Garfield and like Tom Holland. Were they? Were they in anything like in those little flashback snippets or the can- the hmm. can- can- there was Andrew Garfield there was just there w- Andrew okay. Garfield and I think okay I I didn't see any Tom Holland but they had like they were when they were talking about the canon events they referenced Andrew Garfield crying over Uncle Ben I think yeah 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 okay um. They got some scary shots of Miguel here. On this. Ooh, let me see. <laughs> <laughs> on the third page of the photo gallery. Oh, let um, me go take a look. And then there's the next to one where he's he looks handsome, which I'm sure you like. <laughs> he's 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 always handsome, angry or not angry, or just smug. It doesn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> it does not matter. Let's see. Oh. Page three. Oh my gosh. I want to see this movie again so bad, Alzara. <laughs> you go to that really cool uh fancy movie theater now that you know about. Now yeah, that we're not actually um, going to tied uh... to AMC anymore. Everybody I know. I'm thinking of uh I'm thinking of uh, uh seeing if the Krikorian has like uh whatever like a membership or something like a like a, a rewards program or something yeah um, yeah oh my gosh they still are so great this is uh, like one of the top rated films on imdb now it is the 12th top rated film according to um users on imdb isn't that crazy oh my gosh it's what's surrounded the, what's, by what's like the top top one. Oh, the top one is the Shawshank Redemption, and then Always the Godfather. <laughs> they're they're tied. Oh my gosh! Wow. And then, this movie's <laughs> do you want me to read them? Ten away from from the Godfather. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Oh There's some yeah, good ones all. on this list. Read them all. Um, okay. The third one is the Dark Knight. Fourth one is mm-hmm. The Godfather Part Two. Mm-hmm. Fifth one is Twelve Angry Men. Cool. Sixth one is Schindler's List. Mm-hmm. Seventh one is Lord of the Rings: Return of the King. Mm-hmm. Eight is Pulp Fiction. Mm-hmm. Nine is Lord of the Rings: Fellowship of the Ring. Mm-hmm. Ten is The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. Mm-hmm. Eleven is Forrest Gump. 12 mm-hmm. is Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, which beat out Fight Club and Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers. Wow. <laughs> I, think, I think I can stop. So everybody Whoa. can go check that out. I don't know why it's so high, but, you know, I, I, a lot of people rated it. And so I think that's... Eat worth- shit, Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> I think, you know, obviously when it comes to popular ratings um people have a little bit different than critics sometimes as we've seen oh um, for sure 
you know, for sure. what makes a good movie is, <clears throat> is here and there, right? You got to got to balance a lot of things and popularity to, is uh, one of them. It has to stand the test of time and these and these movies have easily done that. I mean, they are <laughs> I wholeheartedly believe they're on the level of like um Lord of the Rings and The Godfather and, and all of those greats. Like that's this is definitely it's definitely especially for an animated film which usually gets a lot of shit all the time. Um, Yesterday, Danny was... I, I walked in on him watching Ratatouille. So then I watched Ratatouille with him. And Great movie. Great movie. I cried at the end of the movie. like, And I definitely did that the first time I saw it. But, like, it's such a sweet movie. Like, I, I freaking love Ratatouille. It's very good. One of, one of <laughs> Disney's best. Yeah. Um, that's amazing. It's amazing. Animated movies are good. <laughs> they can be. Like every they movie. They... Yeah. Yeah. They're honestly, yeah. Some of them are shit. Some of them are amazing. I wish that Metacritic's website had a dark mode because my eyes, it's like late and my eyes, it's just like I'm, my eyes are watering so much right now, like staring <laughs> at this bright. Because turn down the brightness blinding your retinas um do we want to take a break before we do the plot keywords oh yeah we, we definitely should do that i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't visit other leading job sites so if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Okay, we are back. All right. Plot keywords, Plot Emily. Keywords. What do we got? We've got. Marvel Comics, based on comic, second part, multiverse, superhero. <laughs> okay. That's pretty good. I'm honestly surprised. Missing Spider-Man. Uh, missing Spider-Man character. Yeah, that Spider-Man character is not on the top. <laughs> this movie is say. like, you know, we just talked Spider -Man about character. We just talked about Ant-Man and how Ant-Man is literally the vibe of Ant-Man is Michael Douglas and Paul Rudd going, ants, ants, this movie is Spider, spider. <laughs> I just... Ants, spiders, spider, spider. Okay, oh doesn't God. doesn't really quite ring off the tongue as as no. good as ants yeah. does. It's too many too many syllables. Um. Okay, um, this movie got an eighty six Metascore. It got fifty three positive, seven mixed, and zero negative reviews. Get out of here, mixed. You're not wanted. 
Um, <laughs> There's seven. Go down. I know it's seven. That's seven too many. Um, I will accept two mixed reviews for this okay. movie. That's all I will accept. Um, let's go down to the bottom here. We've got our lowest is 50, and there's two of them. So let me see which one of these do I want to read and immediately disagree with. Um, hmm. Hmm. Let's do the Wall Street Journal. Okay. As visually hyper-caffeinated as the film is, mixing animation styles, cramming the screen with imagery, and cutting rapidly around each Donnybrook, um, it's a <laughs> bit sleepy when it comes to the plot, which doesn't really kick in until the second half of the movie. I um, actually will agree with that. The, the plot really does not come in until the second half of the movie, for sure. Okay. Sure. <laughs> I did notice that. I was like, where is this movie going? No, I'm not going to complain. And but, I wouldn't uh, say I wouldn't say sleepy though. I would say no, like You're right. I was right. relaxed. Like I was yeah. just I was just in You were also lounging. I was lounging seat. hard. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was eating dinner. This was a uh cool. I went to see with my brother in at oh, the Nighthawk right. in Brooklyn oh. and it, you know, you we had, had a nice like experience a fun... too. Yeah, people fed us drinks and dinner the entire movie. It was great. They fed you like they hand fed you. They bring it to you yeah. while you're sitting there, and then you, when you want anything else, you write it down, and then you stick it in your little thing, and they come up and they grab it, and oh, then they come back with it. People constantly like looking for little papers in in people's inboxes. Yep. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Isn't that cool? Wow. That's super fancy. I want to do one of those, um, I want to do one of those, uh, what is it called? Um, I don't know if you sent it to me originally or if someone sent it to me, but there are these, like, movie experiences. I think there's one in LA. Um, the Alamo Draft House. E- uh, yes. Where, like, they'll make, like, a, a three-course meal that goes with, like, a film and they'll, like, bring yeah. it out. Yes. Oh, well, actually, I think the one that I sent to you was one for Ratatouille. And yeah, yeah, yeah. That, is, that is a very specific thing. I don't know if those are, uh, oh. if there's too many of Well, those. I'd seen another one for, like, a Harry Potter film or something. I, I had oh. seen something else, like another one. I want to do that. That sounds... Oh, that sounds like I, so much fun. And you, like, eat stuff. Like, the Ratatouille one, they, like, brought them things that were, like, they were eating in the movie. And then you could, like... Yeah eat that too and i was like oh my god yeah that sounds amazing <laughs> sounds like so fucking good um, okay um i'm gonna read the 60 from cnn it says while the movie remains a dazzling experience in terms of what the animation achieves it indulges in what feels like sensory overload seeking emotional heft in ways that slow down the action the movie also falls victim somewhat to the blessings and curses associated with the multiverse, which offers infinite possibilities, but also the occasional sense that there are many permutations. None of them ma- all matter that much. I will agree with this, that I did get anxious during like the first half of this film. Um, and it was a little bit of a sensory overload until I kind of got used to it. Um just visually though because we were sitting very close and i had to like find a comfortable position in my chair and so it was like it was but luckily i had seen the first hour pretty much so i was just spending that time getting over my anxiety 
<laughs> and then I enjoy the rest of the film. Yeah, I mean, even some of these these quips on the seventy, like in the greens, are kind of mean. They're they're not mean. They're just kind of like it's got some shortcomings because of the narrative. Um, might have been better as a multi part streaming series. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's definitely possible. But they make more money this way, so you tell Sony what to do. <laughs> um. I'm going to read the IGN 100s. Oh, my God. Okay, well, I'm going to read I one just, of the 80s, and you can pick one of the 100s. That's crazy. Okay. Yeah. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse surges with visual inventiveness and vibrance in an undeniably strong evolution of the style established into Spider-Verse and in, in into the Spider-Verse. Miles and Gwen's search for their place in the multiverse is relentless and exciting, almost to a fault, and though the plot is often an afterthought to the pure chaos of creation on display... Strong performances and character arts, arcs that feel true to the heroes we met last time help ensure that Across the Spider-Verse is more than worthy follow-up to an all-time classic. Wow. That's hey. a really good blurb. That one's that yeah. one really good. That was really nice. Pick one of um, the 100s. Oh my god, there's oh, so many. Oh my god, I know. I was like, I was trying to listen to you read that, so I wasn't actually looking at any. Um <laughs> Because I can't do two things at once. Um, no, let's that's okay. See. That's okay. Uh, well, no. Um, well, because it's Spider-Man, let's do the New York Post, which gave it a 100. <laughs> okay. with the theme here. Um, directors uh, Joaquim Dos Santos, Kemp Powers, and Justin K. Thompson, and writers Phil Lord, Christopher Miller... <laughs> Okay, and David Callahan. Um, web swing to such high heights by treating Miles Morales, our, our Spidey, as a complicated and hormonal New York teen who love hates his parents and not just another cog in a franchise. Okay, I really didn't like that blurb. Um, <laughs> oh, maybe you picked the wrong one. I really did. Um, okay. It, it's okay. okay. I, I think uh, I think we're good. I think I'm gonna do the Roger understand. Ebert one really quick. I'm just gonna do okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna do the Roger Ebert one. Actually, right. no. How about I do the Collider because there was a uh, was there a Collider in this in this in the film? No, no, never mind. I'm gonna do the Roger Ebert. Um, <laughs> it it is it is a smart, thrilling piece of work that reminded me of the other great part twos like The Dark Knight and The Empire Strikes Back. There you go. See? Oh. Cute. That's really nice. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I do actually like what the Collider had to say. Across the Spider-Verse isn't just easily one of the best films of 2023 and one of the best animated films in years. It's also in the running for best superhero film ever and arguably cements Miles Morales as the best Spider-Man we've ever seen on screen so far. That's that's saying a lot. (laughs) I mean, honestly, Miles, I feel like Miles really shines in the first one. Like, he definitely shines in this one in a lot of ways with his, like, emotional maturity. But I think that, like, the first movie was more of a Miles movie. You know, like, he's... It is. And, like, and maybe this third film will kind of be, like, his... Yeah. I don't want to say, like, his comeback, but, like, this movie was supposed to be, like, his struggle bus movie. Like, he... Yeah. We need to see that he's... He is he is an amazing Spider-Man, but he's also a teen. Yeah, he really is. <laughs> With teen Honestly, problems. Honestly, I love Miles. <laughs> yeah. He's so, I he's love so him. good. 
he's so cool perfect i just like i just love him i also love the actor shabik moore which i think we talked about in the last the last one that we reviewed um that he like you know he was in the get down and we're just fans of his and he's a he's cool so definitely excited for the next one that's supposed to come out next spring oh oh my god i can't wait oh i can't wait oh i'm so excited yeah okay um all right that is uh any of the lasting comments on a spider-man across the spider-verse no no all right um if you enjoyed this episode please rate and review us on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, stitcher and imdb we are also on amazon music spotify and acast if you'd like to email us, please do that at allbythepopcornpodcast at gmail.com. You could also follow our social media. We have Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube. Just search All By The Popcorn or All By The Popcorn Podcast. And uh, we also have merch, so please check that out. But thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you in the next one. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.